fuck, I've already fucked it up. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, See It or Screw It is a spoiler-heavy show. If that's an issue for you, then you can currently listen, you can currently watch Die Hard and Die Hard 2, Die Harder on Stars. If that's not an issue for you, then on with the show. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Welcome to Cedar Screw It. My name's TJ Davis, he, him pronouns alongside. I am Emily Schick. My pronouns are she and her. Uh, And I'm Dan Murphy. My pronouns are he and him. Dan, stop mumbling so much. Like you sound so enthusiastic, Dan. I mean, that's that's. I did watch Die Hard two seconds. So, well, I'm glad you watched (laughs) a second. Like, oh man, we're 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 gonna get there. But yeah, Dan, you're either you're either like super quiet talking into it, or you're super loud. Yeah, I just want to make the editing hard for you. So yeah, it makes the editing so much. All we're missing is Liam doing the same thing while also typing on the loudest keyboard he could find. Yes. Oh, I can I can type really loudly if you want. No, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, I don't like to have to. Well, I, I don't actually edit that out, but yeah. All right, so on this episode of our second holiday or holiday, we are doing a secret sequelizer. If you couldn't tell by the intro, it's Die Hard and Die Hard 2, Die Harder. Is it actually called Die Harder? Like, it's constantly referred to as Die Harder, but I don't think it is actually called Die Harder. Yeah. It, yeah. It oh, is, also it known is... by its tagline "Die Harder," according to Wikipedia. So okay, wow. I have seen it as like "Die Hard to colon Die Harder." I don't think that's its official name, though. It but is not yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't until 2017 that Fox finally decided that. Oh yeah, it is a Christmas movie. It's like, of course, it's a fucking Christmas movie. That they, they say the night they like they have the story of the night before Christmas in it. It's not just a movie that exists at Christmas. Like it has overt Christmas scenes throughout it that makes it a fucking Christmas movie. In Agreed. fact, the first one is more of a Christmas movie than the second one is. The I second har- one is much more of a movie that just takes place at Christmas. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. And like, I the funniest thing is, you know, my mother was trying to argue this point before we recorded this episode. And it's like, no, I like it is a Christmas movie. She's like, no, it's not. Yeah, no, the Christmas party is a central plot device in Die Hard. And I mean, Christmas travel is kind of a significant plot device in Die Hard 2. They just don't draw attention to it that much, which is one of the things that I find like the attention to detail is is a is one of the big differences between these two movies, which is definitely <laughs> something that we will get to. Because yes, we, I feel we, like we will Die get Hard to. actually cares, and Die Hard Two cares about how much money they're going to make just by slapping a two onto the end of Die Hard. Yes, so, but, but yes. I will say this: uh, I I probably can point out more of the details they got right than you guys can. Oh, because I mean, there's there's one thing in spe- specifically I want to point out because I fucking love it, and it's definitely something that I went over my head for a long time. But it's a fucking awesome detail in Die Hard that's just like that's awesome and hilarious, and I'm so happy they included it. Uh, whereas, like Die Hard Two has none of those moments. But <laughs> All right, well, uh, I'm really curious what that is. <laughs> but before we get there. I feel like we should do a synopsis of each of the movies. Yup. 
Uh, I should. You're making me do it. I'm reading from a fucking thing on IMDb, so deal with it. Oh, I was going to pull up the IMDb, and then I just thought of like a way lazier way to do the synopsis for the second one. So, Emily, you do the synopsis for Die Hard. All right, let's read this one. Uh, based on a novel by um, Blah 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 called Nothing Lasts Forever. Yeah, wow. which is actually a sequel to a novel. Like they had to, like they had to offer the part of John McClane to Frank Sinatra because he had the rights to the character, um, with the expectation because he was like seventy at the time that he would turn it down. Um, but like, yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird thing that's based on a novel that is actually completely different than the original novel. Like the first novel is like this gritty detective story, and then like the sequel novel, even though it stars the same character and they swap, and it's like his daughter it's a rip off of, of the Towering Inferno. It's just like, yeah, it's like a Towering <laughs> Inferno rip off. That's just like, like not like a detective novel at all it's I, just I like, kind of wish that i actually like read it but i just <laughs> i didn't get around to it i didn't care enough to fucking read the original source material on this i guess it's a secret bob as well like yeah well i mean they're both bobs technically i mean that's what mm -hmm. happens like basically with all the diehard movies it's like like they write a script that's completely not a diehard movie, and then they say, hey, can we make this a diehard? And that's happened <laughs> five times. So, uh, All right, Emily. <laughs> I'm just picking one of these because there's a bunch of different plot summaries on here. Oh, go shortest. You don't want to pull a Dan. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go shortest. I, I want to read... No, I want to read one that I can totally, like, uh, ham up the ending a little bit. New York City policeman John McClane is visiting his estranged wife and kids in on Christmas Eve in L.A. He joins her at a holiday party in the headquarters of the Japanese-owned business she works for. But the festivities are interrupted by a group of terrorists who take over the exclusive high-rise and everyone in it. Very soon, McClane realizes that there's no one to save the hostages but him. <laughs> that that feels like a really bad trailer copy i mean it, yeah, we've, it? we've skipped over some pretty significant details <laughs> we missed the random person on the plane who tells him to take off his shoes so that's who's, which is a really good idea the for the rest of the fucking movie because as apparently all the terrorists have small feet i mean we only get the first one a confirmation <laughs> they have small feet but there are several other people they encounters with shoes he can take that he doesn't take so they I mean, all have tiny tiny feet or or by the <laughs> Uh, you know the stereotype of the day like they're trying to imply that like John He's McClane is hanging dick. serious song because he has like clown he feet or some swinging shit sausage yep. no sideshow bob feet on him he has a balance problem that because he, he leans too far to the front his Fun nickname fact, in the college was tripod and stand up yeah <laughs> yeah no he, he can do the the um the the bad dancer is it bad which dance is it that michael jackson did with the lean um that like without the actual <laughs> shoes yeah so. yeah uh. <laughs> anyway yes, your synopsis yeah we, and, we've, and we've skipped i mean it, you know Look, and we you also skipped argyle who, who doesn't love argyle oh no argyle oh, yeah. is probably my favorite argyle's version great. of the movie I, look look but like if you, no, if you I, don't I, like respect, it do it yourself damn it I, no, I no keep going um, that was the whole description. 
here's my synopsis for <laughs> Die Hard 2, Die Harder. Uh, I'm just going to keep on calling it that the entire episode, just so you know. Okay. So, so the Die Hard description in, is over? We haven't talked yes. about him actually killing the terrorists and saving yes. the day? Yeah. He does that. Okay. Yeah. Because that's that. that's the end of it. Yeah, that's what he does. He, he crawls around air vents and it's an ultimately... And he and his wife rekindle their relationship. Yep. And then all of a sudden, heard, one of the terrorists shows up at the end and and Carl from Family Matters or save, finally fires his gun again and saves so the that's, day. That's actually a question that I have. Does Die Hard and Family Matters exist in the same universe? Does I know that the Family Matters and Ghostbusters exist in the same universe because oh, yeah, he's in that, in that too. too. But oh, that means yeah. that we have, have uh, Richard Thornburg changed his name and joined the EPA. So, you know, or... Well, his, no. his twin brother. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, he like had to. Play the dick in all I was gonna say, movies. I can't remember where. They were part of an where... experiment in the '60s where there were twins that were separated and raised in different environments to see what would and, happen to them. Yeah, yeah, and, and they're like, both, they both became yeah. shit bags. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you could, I mean, or you know, if you if you assume it's all the same guy, like I think that the uh, logical starting point, even though I believe Family Matters takes place after Die Hard, the Die yeah. Hard, both of the Die Hard movies actually. Yeah. Um, that he's in, I think he's only in uh, these two. No, Family Matters takes place after the first Die Hard but before the second Die Hard. Okay, because I was going to say like, if it took place before both of them, you could make the argument that like the reason he doesn't have like, you know he's like, oh yeah, I have a wife and my first kid on the way. It's like yeah, I'm just going to pretend I'm this totally different person now because uh, I straight up like got like, it went into a like blind rage one night and like emptied a clip into Urkel and I had to like <laughs> abandon my family and change my name. Urkel. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. That's one headcanon right there. It's like, oh my god, I accidentally killed this Urkel kid. I've I've gotta run. I can't I can't fucking stay here. Yeah, I'm still gonna be a cop. set in Chicago and this is set in LA. So that's what I'm saying. He yeah. moved to LA and you know was like, uh well I don't know what else to do so I guess I'll become a cop again, but well, you know. and, and, but as I mentioned, he does have a bit part in uh, the in the first Ghostbusters movie as a cop as well. So, um, but wow. like, maybe that was his first. That was his first yeah, move. Very very typecast. Uh, All right, so. let, let's get through my uh, synopses of um, Die Hard Two, Die Harder. <laughs> we're just skipping over it. We're not even bothering. It. Like, no, no, we're we're, we're getting like getting into details of yeah, both of yeah, them. Yeah. But like, let, let's get through our synopses phase, and then we'll get into Die Hard. Uh huh. Like cast and crew, and thoughts and feelings, and. Die Hard, John Die Hard, Die Hard. is clearly a better director than Rennie Harlan. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's not even a question watching these. Um, so, Die Hard 2, Die Harder. It's the same thing as Die Hard, but it takes place at an airport in the snow. Yeah, they did a Die Hard in the airport. Good. <laughs> or Dulles. Oh, it's Dulles. Yeah, it is yep. Dulles. Yeah. I could actually no, it, yeah, because I could I could never remember 
which that, that there's just some random church on the corner of the fucking airport property that's a weak point for Look, the entirety man, of the to... airport that Bill Sadler can exploit to Dude, try you... and save his drug dealer. Okay, first off, oh, you've it's, been it's, to it's Virginia. Die well, it's diehard, but instead of them being robbers posing as terrorists, they're actually oh, terrorists, terrorists, but they're domestic terrorists <laughs> with military training. So. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Die Hard Two is like really ahead of its time. No, we Die Hard Two is really attention to it. Like, there's no, a lot no, of no. The whole reason why they're thieves instead of terrorists in Die Hard is because McTiernan was like, terrorists are bad villains. They're like generic and lazy and lame. And yeah. They're like, no, these aren't terrorists. They're thieves. And he's like, ooh, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, and it's just they're like and then Die Hard Two. They're just terrorists. terrorists. Yeah. Well, they're not just but... terrorists. They're domestic terrorists. Ugh. They're military terrorists. They're military. They're yeah. not even domestic terrorists. They're because they're they're saving an international dictator. So yeah. Well, they're domestic they're and committing US terrorism military. against their sovereign nation for mm-hmm. the benefit of somebody else. Yeah, that, that yeah. that's domestic terrorism, and they, and they don't even have a, like a what? What is their Good plan reasoning. exactly? They just get him out and go to a tropical island and chill there. Is that yeah, their plan? With, I would have assumed no that they then live in like yeah, no extradition. Um, I assume the country that said money. dictator comes from. Yeah, yeah, like, but like, I mean, like, but the dictator's clearly not going to be in power anymore. Like, he's still like, not in power. <laughs> They they essentially wanted to be John McAfee before John McAfee was John McAfee. John McAfee watched Die Hard too and was like, "That's a good idea." <laughs> that and like I don't know, man. I the the military seems to suck real hard. So oh, yeah, not because there's not only one but two cells of insurgents inside of their military. Well, well I mean, they like, have the, the military does check. actually suck real hard in real life. So. Yeah, you know, like that. See, like potential. Uh, hey, support the troops, not the military-industrial complex. Fuck the right. military-industrial complex. Like, fuck that meat grinder. But like, I am not going to like fuck a lot of the thought processes of people who are troops, but not necessarily. I fuck mean, them. no, I like, mean like seriously, like mostly the... low-income people who have been duped into that life. Yeah, and on uh, a lot of a lot of the uh, podcasters who are ex-military will tell you, don't join the fucking military, kids. Yeah, like, uh, you know, I can point you to podcasts like "What a Hell of a Way to Die." Yeah. Anyway, let's continue anyway. the synopsis. Um, I don't know. Bill Sadler is the villain. Uh, he fucks shit up. Um, and then he gets fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he shuts yeah. down the airport. They they find him in a church. They he, get the, they, they managed to crash a... They were like broad strokes. They managed to crash a 747. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I mean... Because Colmini is like the one who gets crashed into the ground. So, Which also, like... <laughs> Colmini, that, that's Colmini doing an English accent. And like, it's thank Christ he has like what two or three lines maybe because like <laughs> yeah no, he's it, trying to do it, a received pronunciation and it's bad like it's not like craig ferguson in red dwarf bad but it's pretty goddamn bad oh but i love craig ferguson doing a fucking terrible american accent i do too but you know <laughs> like like alan rickman like fucking alan rickman i think does a pretty decent like generic red-blooded american accent 
Well, I yeah. mean, the the story behind that scene is always funny. They found too. out that he could do that. that. Basically, like, so they're just like, I, we want a scene between Hans Gruber and John McClane, and we don't know how to do it. And then he's just on set goofing off in an American accent. They were like, aha, he'll fake an American accent for a scene. And that will give us a scene that allows them to interact with each other before the finale. Yes. So, I was it's honestly. It's very crazy like, how slapdash, like, like they were basically shooting Die Hard as they were writing it, and there are various like things that like some of them are continuity errors, like the fact that the truck, like the van, is clearly not in the back of the truck when they first walk out of the van, the truck at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Um. Like, but like they just didn't have like all the pieces, and like they somehow pulled together a movie that like really like a lot of these subplots come together in cool interesting ways like like the whole subplot with like like uh thornburg like like that like pay like he's just a dick and for multiple seeds and then like it he basically gives away that holly's related to john and it's like a huge reveal and it's like a major plot point and it's like like that it's crazy that that was probably like thrown together at the last minute of just and then like them oh, yeah, that was to like film the scenes for that subplot. Way. That yeah. was like two thirds yeah. of the way through the movie of like, yeah. oh shit, we gotta do something with this. Oh, we can do this with that. Yeah. Like I like in my research of this one, I didn't look up much stuff about the second one because uh yeah it's bad <laughs> um, <laughs> but like in doing research about the first one like I didn't realize quite how improvised the majority of the movie is. Yeah. Like, there's a number of scenes, like, especially when it involved, like, Alan Rickman, like, Hans Booby, like, that shot of Rickman of his, like, the fuck is, is natural because that was not in the script. And he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And, like, <laughs> honestly, like, the great story is from the end of it of, like, that Hans dropping off of the building, they didn't give him, like, they gave him a count and they gave him, hey, a three, two, click. Yeah. So that yeah. look of, like, terror on his face during that, like, I think it was something stupid, like an 18 foot drop, even. Yeah. It was, like, legit of, like, pure terror. And Neat. it's so, like, I feel bad for Rickman. <laughs> For that, because like, I mean, the thing that's always amazing like, is this is this is Rickman's first film role. Like, oh, and he yeah. didn't want it. He didn't want it because, like, I don't want to be a villain in an American action movie. And he, had yeah, no, but I mean, it's just it. like he had just been doing theater before this, and then they, and then he was like, fine, whatever, I'll take this paycheck. And then you know, like, he's you know well known as a film actor this is kind of it's crazy that this is the first thing they ever did on film but he's just he, I mean, he did awesome he did it. get typecast yeah. as a villain for a number of years after this yeah i mean yeah. like i don't know would you say that snape is like either snape or this is his most famous role. oh snape is probably snape his most is famous probably role more at famous point, at this but point. like yeah like, yeah you know this this it's led up. to his being cast in snape and yeah. you know, I mean, uh, fucking, it's because they saw him in a production on Broadway. Yeah, and where he was, was like, also playing a villain. So yeah, where know. he was also playing a villain. Uh, I can't remember what the fuck the production was. Like, I feel like his role was Vincenzo or something like that. I don't know. It's not. 
it it wasn't like Shakespeare, so it's not necessarily something that I know immediately. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Shakespeare, uh, that was one of the influences on the script for this, because the original story of it takes place over three days, and the scriptwriter, whoever the fuck his name is, wanted to make it more like a Midsummer Night's Dream, so it takes place over the course of a night, which honestly, like, I think helps the story out a whole lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh... Oh, fucking stuff. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, first day of filming, uh, Rickman injured his knee because the first day they filmed was the scene between uh, McLean and Gruber. And he had hopped off of, like, hopped down like three feet and, like, fucked up the shit in his knee. So that's why the majority of it is shot, like, you know, chest up. Oh, I mean, I thought they, I didn't think that was the first, I thought that was added later on, because I mean, I thought that was one of the things that they realized is that they had that scene, because I thought that they, you know, they added that scene later, um, and they had a scene, they had that scene earlier when he kills Takagi, and they were like, like, oh, well, actually, the way that we shot this, it's not clear if McLean ever sees Gruber's face um and we're just going to play up the fact that he didn't see his face like he knows what he sa- his voice sounds like but he doesn't really know his face so if he alters his voice he wouldn't necessarily know who because that was one of the things that was like like ah oh, but he should recognize him and it's like but no he's never seen him he's never seen him so yeah. you know um well that's I mean, it might have been added to the script on the later end. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing is, I feel like the story that I read was like the first day of shooting, he fucked up his knee, and it was doing that scene. I mean, there are other scenes where he's active that he could have hurt himself. But I mean, that's the thing is, like Rickman is relatively stationary throughout the story, which you know, oh, it it gives him a more commanding presence almost because Mm -hmm. it's just like he doesn't, you know. He doesn't have like nervous energy moving around. It's also like in contrast, it's why uh, what's his, what's his like head um, henchman like his name? Um, I don't know. Some German oh, bullshit. The, that like Dutch guy that's always like a large that's Carl. German. Yeah, Carl. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like because Carl is like Carl is moving around a lot and that plays up his like anguish over loss of his brother or as you know the first terrorist that's taken out um because you know i i i do think that like just a little deep like it's always such a weird like detail to include of just like how angry he is at mclean for like and wanting to seek vengeance but it's just like yeah have that backstory layered into that character like really helps that and i mean like like the other well, they do have mention don't... of it being his brother that was the first one killed by McLean. Yeah, no, and I mean they definitely. So yeah, no, no, but I mean, I'm just saying to have that little detail is is cool and important and makes him and like memorable and stand out. And I mean, I, that's the other thing is I feel like I, a lot of the other terrorist characters like they don't have as much backstory necessarily but they do have some personality to them like yeah like i really like the guy who's trying to break into the safe um the one oh yeah the, that survives the, um, the fucking sociopathic nerd i love yeah, that guy. yeah that, no, guy that guy rules. that guy is good the doorman's pretty good um yeah you know uh, Vigo, the Bulgarian. 
Yeah, I love I love that little bit with the guy who's taking candy, at, like as he's like waiting to shoot at the police. <laughs> like he's like, oh, oh yeah, no, it, I forget. Like Ken Leong, I think is his yeah. name. Uh, yeah. He was that guy in the eighties that, like, if you wanted a menacing Asian man, he was your go to guy because he was also in fucking um, Big Trouble in Little China as mm-hmm. like one of their like primary fighters. Like he, yeah. he was one of their one of Hollywood's that guys for role. Yeah. No, I mean, in, and it's just like, just little details that they, that they give to the terrorists to give them a little bit of personality, I think helps a lot. Um, especially when you contrast it with like, with Die Hard 2, like, I yes, the main ones have personality, but like the little, like, none of the, the other ones, none do. of the other ones do. Like, Robert Patrick doesn't. Um, no, not at all. Uh, but I was gonna say, is, like, I am, I am, yeah. I am German like, and Nico Montoya. You killed my brother, prepare to die. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. he's reckless and unhinged, and he like totally yeah. is like, leave him to me, and bullshit like that. And it's just like, yeah, he gets his friends killed because he's not yeah. thinking clearly yep so um gotta make it personal man <laughs> but you know and then then that extends to the other characters too like you know all the other side characters like even the the fbi guys like ike and up like all well, like has, i, I like, found oh funny boy, i love like... watching the fbi guys die can i just say <laughs> totally acceptable <laughs> robert davi is usually a guy who plays like gross menacing characters and to have him be like idiot fbi guy of like this is just like vietnam which there, there's another line in die harder of uh uh the janitor guy talking about iwo jima yeah yes yeah the mirror line yeah we're we're gonna talk about how much of a fucking movie clone uh die harder is because like oh man it hits so many of the same beats in different ways in ways that aren't as successful yeah (laughs) as enjoyable Um, as good (laughs) yeah i mean (laughs) but that hurts me to say because like i love me some like billy sadler and like he plays villainous well in it but like he's also super wooden in it. Oh, he yeah. is. I mean, I have a really good thing to say about that movie, but like that doesn't fix it. It, it just, is it, it about hurt. John Leguizamo? No, no. it's not because you didn't even realize he was in it. No, <laughs> not really. Another underutilized terrorist who is in Die Hard too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's uh, just giving little character things to like you know i mean like takagi is good even though he's in like three scenes and like yeah he's 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 good really good like yeah i enjoyed every scene with him in it and he was a focus of every scene with him no i know i mean it's just like oh he's like like you understand that like he he's a good boss he like like you know he built this company up like but uh, like like you know it's like, how long is he going to continue to put up with Ellis's shit? And, like, that's kind of what Holly's aware of. Um, of, like, yeah, Ellis oh, is going to yeah. get fired and I'm going to get his job. So. January 2nd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, you know, but that was the that was also, like, I you know, talk about little details because that was one of the things that I love about uh, one of the little details in Die Hard that's great is uh, if you'll notice in the scene 
where Ellis gets killed, they pour him a glass of Coke, Mm -hmm. uh, like Coca-Cola. So theoretically, he asked for Coke. That was not the kind of Coke he was asking for. It absolutely was not, because you saw him, (laughs) like, do a bump to, like, get himself, like, psyched up. Yeah, no, he was, like, my favorite of the the hostages, because, like, he's just, like, you know, your typical 80s, like, yeah, I'm a ladies' man. Yeah, let's do all this coke and shit. Yeah, look how cool I am. Don't you want to fuck me? Every woman wants to fuck me. Like, I don't know, man. I Like, it, well, it was, it, like, he actually kind of went out in a slightly noble fashion. Slightly, slightly, <laughs> slightly. No, he, he got what he was coming at all. He did. He was trying to sell out. He sold out John for his own safety. He sold out John. He sold out John, but he did it. To, he was trying. He actually made a point of protecting Holly. So he, he, like, you know. <sighs> Actually, that is, that is a bit of a stretch, my friend. Look, man, he does, he does, he does protect Holly, but yeah, like, he's a douchebag who like... did a good thing. Look, if he's gonna die, at least he wasn't like going out being like, "She's John McClane's husband. Why aren't you fucking with her?" And then dies. Like that would have been way worse. Like, yeah, no, I mean, because like, as you know, oh, you ha- you have like, uh, you have Thornburg doing that instead. Like, so I'm, yeah. I know, I'm on it. Like honestly, I'm I was shocked that somebody... he didn't sell her out immediately. But well, you I mean, know, because he does Like the whole point is that he doesn't realize how serious the fucking situation. Yeah, is. no, like he's just he that dumb. This is discussion instead of like, no, you're literally going to die. Yeah. yeah. Um, but and, like, you know, fuck I mean, Thornburg, because that's a dude that I would fucking punch in the face too, especially well, if he exploited my children. Absolutely. I don't know. I always feel, I always feel kind of bad for that actor because he's been like open about the fact that, like, yeah, when people recognize him in public, they think he's a dick. So, oh, well, like, no, I know how to separate like actor from. Role. I know, I know, but yeah, like, not everybody like, can. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's why the kid, like, the kid who played from fucking Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, who quit acting because everybody can associated with him with Joffrey and like, ass- like assaulted like, him at least verbally no. on the street. <laughs> That's a role. Yeah. I am, I am not the, that person. I am not that person. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I... Yeah, the, the... Well, I mean, the problem is, though, I do I do wish... I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't think they needed to give the, the hostages more personality, but it's really just Ellis and Holly and Takagi who have personality because they're yeah, like that's pregnant about woman. It. Don't forget about the pregnant woman. Yeah. yeah the pregnant woman and guy who randomly kisses John on the cheek. Like that's uh, that's kind yeah, of the only other well and the 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 two that are hooking up, but that's the distraction that allows John to get away. So <laughs> and we need to have tits in this movie because it's the eighties. You know? Yeah. So Oh, were there tits in the second one? I don't remember tits in the second No, one. I don't remember there being tits in the second one. I mean, there's also just like, like yeah, these are not films that uh, pass the Bechdel test. Oh, fuck <laughs> um, no, they are not. Do not come close. I guess, I guess technically the second one does. I mean, does the passenger sitting next to Holly have a name? Um, the... oh, I don't know, but she's like my spirit animal. I want to be her when I get old. But, other yeah, than but they talk about her taser and so like they definitely well, but like yeah. the taser is in reference to so no, what the There's taser is, is in reference taser. to her using it on her dog so yeah <laughs> like, which that was pretty like, goddamn fucked up but yeah yeah hey, but like, casual animal abuse yeah it's, it's totally, 1990 but, 
with that old woman who like has the balls to just you know, to you know tell the fucking journalist sicko to just to go fuck himself repeatedly it's like yeah i want to be you when i get older <laughs> like i mean except like way cooler and you know more like let le- like less whatever well you're also never gonna tase one your, of your silent generation shit is but i would you hope know. not yeah like, no, again, i would not like, I'd but I want to tell. I want. But I want to be. I want to be an old woman who walks around telling people to go fuck themselves if they need to be told that. <laughs> oh, you don't want to just be an old woman walking around and telling everyone you see go fuck yourself because that's what your mind is programmed to be. Hello. I feel like that would make life a lot harder for me. It needs to be like actually warranted. Fu- go fuck yourself. But like, uh, it, it'll be fun to be old enough to be like, I don't give a shit what you think. Fuck off, dick dickwad. Like I don't care. Yeah, it's all. It's always nice to, at the very least, and I'll you beat know, them see, with the, my see cane. the fashion that old people are allowed to get away with. It's like, <laughs> yep, don't care. This is what I'm wearing. Fuck you. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Die Hard one. Um, yeah, it's a long ask. move. Yeah, it's, it's a, a long, long movie. Man, it's a long like, movie, but it moves and it's fun. It and does move, does. and it is fun. Like, like we hit an action beat like ten minutes in, which like again, it, it's some of like horror. It takes rules. a while. It like, takes a while to build up to it too. It takes a yeah. while to build up, but like like we get like a small action beat like ten minutes in. We get a larger one like twenty minutes in. By half an hour in, we're like full blown movie. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, they do some good, like, like you know, one of the things that I love, like, the whole seating with, like, like, Holly's last name, like, I like how that's, like, introduced and turned into an argument and ultimately, you know, oh, it's, yeah. it's a way of shielding herself from being identified later on. And then like, finally resolution. Resolution. Of... Like, it's, it's, it's a nice little character building thing that, like, works on a ton of levels throughout the entire film and gets it's you know dealt with well and it's just like i it's crazy to think of like how slapdash as like the script like supposedly was thrown together when you know you have of things like that that i think work really well on a lot of levels that like constantly come back um throughout the script so yeah surprisingly like again given how seemingly slapdash this fucking script was like there are a number of like Chekhov's guns that have payoffs throughout the movie oh yeah yeah and And, like I guess that's just like good story structure yeah (laughs) no I mean honestly like it was just really really well done in a way that like you just don't see all that often anymore no, almost no, potentially. No one has no one has the patience to have like a twenty minute setup for an action movie before. No, you get to your they don't. And I like, mean, but it's not a boring setup either. Like it very, it works. Yeah. Well, again, like I feel like ten minutes in, you get like a small action beat to be like, oh, oh, this is setting up to be an action movie. I mean, and I should, like I should... twenty minutes in, you get like a little bit more. Thirty minutes in, it's full blown action flick. Yeah, I mean, I gotta see at what point does Hans Gruber show up, because there's really no action beat before he shows up. Like, it's not until he's, like, rounding up all the all the partygoers that we get our first action beat of, like, like, will... And we don't... And they don't even really show it at, at us it, because the first action beat is McLean escaping capture, and it happens off camera, which is kind of the joke, you know? So... 
Oh, yeah, with the gunshots in the background. Right. Yeah. Like they're just kind of shooting into the air and then they get distracted by the couple hooking up, which allows him to slip to slip out the door. And we don't do not see him leave like he's not it's not in the shot like, you know, because we just kind of see them checking out the the topless woman instead of like acknowledging that. Oh, yeah, they totally missed McLean. So, yeah. Which believable. (laughs) <laughs> yeah they are men <laughs> boobs um, but yeah the, the meanwhile you get to like die hard 2 which has to have its action its first action beat super early and really awkwardly like i don't even remember what the first action beat is it's they, mclean the... following them into the baggage area and oh yeah. Like, yeah it's a really awkward beat that just that also really doesn't happen doesn't make in... Doesn't happen until like fifteen minutes into the movie. Yeah, so it I happens. guess like their technical first half action beat is them like synchronizing watches around ten, twelve minutes in. No, and I then think... like the baggage claim one is after that. No, yeah. the baggage claim thing is pretty early. It's much earlier than anything that happens in Die Hard One, or maybe it's. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, um, I don't. I think it's. I. I would say. I. I think TJ's right. It's somewhere in like the ten to fifteen minutes in kind of range. It's a little ways in. It feels you, like really like like they're trying to force this early action beat either way. Yeah, I mean so. because well, and there's like nothing else that happens in like the first area of the movie in this one. Other than him getting his car up, towed. Yeah, he gets his car towed. Uh, he's stuck at the airport. He has nothing to do. He's gonna get a drink. And cop mode is still on. Yeah. Cop mode is always on. I mean, cop mode is always on for McLean, but clearly not for the DC cops. So (laughs) I I mean, duh, which is also super funny because like there's a lot of like cop history actors in this. Also, the funny part is, is they shouldn't be DC cops because Dulles isn't in DC. Well, yeah. I mean, I, well, they're, they're, they keep on they're airport they're cops. Airport. Like, I mean, yeah. they're, they're whatever yeah. the pr- appropriate jurisdiction No, but is, the, but like, the, yeah. um, the air, so, uh, the fucking, the guy from what, like NYPD blue. Yeah. Is that what, that, that one, yeah. that guy Dennis from? Franz. So yep. that guy, that guy's brother, the one who gives him the ticket is supposed to be a DC cop. And it's like DC cops wouldn't have jurisdiction. You're in Virginia. Well, or I mean, like. Or do DC cops have jurisdiction at like the DC airports, even though they're not? I don't know. I mean, I in, feel like McLean refers to him DC. as a DC cop. He doesn't refer to himself as a DC cop, so that could also be part of the reason why he's antagonistic to McLean because McLean assumes that he's a DC cop, and he's like, "No, I'm a Dulles cop, you asshole! How can you not know the difference?" So, like, you know, I mean, I, also, uh, which this movie is was it like Fairfax, so Virginia? Pre nine eleven. Yeah. Oh, well, oh I my mean, god! Like, that's the the fact like, that he's got a whole like he's got a he's got a concealed carry weapon on a fucking plane, well, cop I mean, or not? That's a, that's a Die Hard one. In Die Hard two. It's just how freely he roams around the airport is ridiculous. Yeah, um, that too. Like, oh, that's how, but that's how it used to be. Do you not yeah. remember airports before nine eleven? Like you yeah. used to be able to go pick people up at the gate. 
Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I remember that. Like it's we. It's like it, yeah. It's like there's a couple of points that I mean. Like, I, I, I'm just thinking that he's able to like flash a random badge to a random baggage person who just happens to have a key to let him into an area that clearly should be restricted. So that too. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> that, honestly, airport and, security like, was zero questions, considerably Just a straight badge, and if he's LAPD. His badge looks very different from his local badge. Yeah, because that, because yeah. that. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, like the guy's not going to know the difference, but the guy well, should be told, like, hey, if some random person flashes you a badge, you don't unlock a door to a restricted area for them. Yeah, like, but this is. I, the, I, I mean, the bigger issue is that John McClane just wanders onto the air traffic control tower, and a reporter does too. That's <laughs> yeah. No, that's like, that's it's, the it's thing. even more I'm weird not, that like, the reporter <laughs> makes it up there because yeah, like there the seems to be a secured claim. elevator that yeah. leads to the control tower, and yes. this random reporter reporter as well as john mcclain we're both make it able in, to get up there yeah make it into the tower which is yeah. fucking um like yeah no that like i will say that making it into the baggage handling area in 1990 might have been possible if you act, like if you just act like you know what you're going flash a badge I mean, it's the future like, you've got a fax you can call from an airplane but yeah. like uh, i mean i guess what i'm saying is like I bet that there are a lot more scenarios now where flashing a badge like that would actually get you someplace. Or like, honestly, man, walking around with a fucking clipboard and a high vis vest. Yeah, you oh, have yeah, no idea no, how um... how often. Like, no one. Like, I, you know, and I've done as a person who has done that, like in a professional capacity. No one's ever been like, can you show me? Pr-? Like, I I think once ever in seven years should I have somebody be like, can you show me proof that you're like actually from where you say you are? No, no, no. I mean, in like, I think that's the, but the distinction for me is like, yes, if he's wandering into some of these areas, it's just like, like the fact that he's getting someone to unlock a door for him feels like a big thing. No, it and doesn't. Like, no, it doesn't. As yeah. a person who, again, has gotten people to unlock uh, doors for me in places that like you wouldn't expect that to happen. Like, yes, it it absolutely is a thing. And I don't like, want to play the race card, but it was a white man telling a black man, a white man with a badge telling a black man to open up a door. Yep, that's also part of it. In that's, 1990. And yeah, it's like... It's a little bit of what we're... We're dancing around that part a little yeah. bit. But yes, that's a factor. Um, I didn't really... Uh, but, I, I never really but yes, thought getting about into how the... much race plays into these movies. Yeah. Like, it's but... interesting how they make, like, the people who help him out mostly to be people of color. Because, like, I mean, in the first one, you've got, like, Argyle, you've got Winslow, uh... Al Powell, but... Al Powell, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I, I don't know, I mean, you have, you have Marvin in Urkel. the second one. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> the, the guy who murdered Urkel and had to run away from Detroit. Yeah. Did the only Chicago. thing he could do. And then, then you, you know, Johnny Amos' character is ultimately a bad guy in Die Hard 2, so, you know, but um but yeah which i like, thought was interesting subversion like i thought it, it was is. lazy writing but i think i thought it was interesting <laughs> subversion yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it was lazy writing like it like i just i hate eagleness the this is hatchling just, like i, I like <laughs> i like that the ter- that they're thieves pretending to be ther- terrorists in die hard one who you know i guess like their their plan doesn't quite 
hold up because it yeah. is that whole like we needed to contact the FBI at some point for them so to shut off would, the power yeah. and, and oh, yeah. involved it for us it was, because it, like, it seems me... like they're avoiding police confrontation for a really long time and ultimately their ha- plan kind of hinges on it so yes like... I mean there's de- like that's the thing is the you know the plots of the villains in these feel a little like far-fetched the same well, yeah, I was going to say the same kind of like Rube Goldberg machine, but like less complicated, uh, like Zemo. Oh, like, it the, gives they're me shades very, of like they're their very fall apart. Like, Zemo is like, Zemo is like constant plan B. Like, I, basically, if his plan A goes right at any point in that movie, the movie just ends and he's fine. But he's always like, well, it could go wrong in this very specific way, and I'm going to be prepared for it. Because basically, it's just like everything's fine if they just assume that Bucky he planted the bomb and kill him publicly. And that's really all Zemo wants. But he's like, well, if they arrest him he'll end up here and i'm going to pose as a psychologist and go there and break him out so they can hopefully kill him again and that's pretty much his entire plan yeah neither in neither of these movies that we're actually talking about this time except that the dumb shit is the plan a yeah not the the plan b shit is the plan a there is no plan b it's just dumb shit as your plan a um, and try and roll with um, it it's like the the um the awful TMNT twenty fourteen or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Remember what, how the, convoluted the... that like it was like, yeah, we have to have like both this virus and the oh, cure and yeah. yeah no, like, that, that was it's like so dumb. Yeah, it's and then the we're same... gonna shell slide all the way to NYC from Albany. Yeah, it's like seriously, <laughs> what but like it's just another example of like on what fucking planet would anyone think this was a good idea? Like your plan is too convoluted. Like you, you, it's like, Oh, I'm um, sorry. You're the wrong kind of cops. We need the feds. It's the amazing what? Spider-Man. It, it's the amazing Spider-Man and lizards plan to uh, unleash the virus upon the city to create all the city into lizard people. Like, yeah, it, actually that makes a lot of sense too. That that's a good comparison. It's a, lazy writing trope (laughs) yeah it's pretty bad um i mean again i know that like that's not the point of this um also so here like just to throw a bone to this movie because i know that you know you guys are going to continue ripping die hard 2 apart rightfully oh i fucking love the cast the cast (laughs) Um, is like awesome it's not that that's not what i'm going for in terms of the actual writing i will say that they actually bothered asking people in ATC and pilots how all of that shit worked and they pretty much got most of it right. The major thing that they didn't get right is that like jet A fuel is not that explosive. Like planes <laughs> when planes crash, they don't fucking explode into Well, I mean that was the thing they is, burn, is but when, they don't when explode. That, yeah, when that plane crashes, I was just sort of like that should be survivable that no, it was just like and then it no. all explodes yeah um, no, the, the way it was crashing yes it should no. be survivable it, yeah. mostly survivable you would be surprised how like gaining any level of altitude and also you're forgetting the fact that like to, oh, gain, no. to gain altitude at all you are already going like uh super fucking fast so like you're and you're like you're still hitting well, i'm not the saying that they should have been able to pull up but i'm just saying that they should have just like hit a, it should have been a hard landing and then they skid and like 
like be yeah, it's, and have some survivors. It's just not until the plane explodes that I'm like, oh, and then there's no survivors. Yes, well, you're correct. There would be there would normally be survivors, but yeah, you have to have the plane do the explodey thing, which is yeah, uh, unfortunate for people who die in plane crashes like that. Um, not generally how that works. It takes longer. Mm-hmm. I mean, most so, of them are like crashes womp, womp. instead of skid outs. But like the like, that, the... that the way it was pulled up would have been a skid out. And it but shouldn't like, have the explosive quality. It again, had. Jet A doesn't explode like that. I'm te- like, it's yeah. just it's the same thing as like Star Wars movies having explosions in <laughs> space. It's like that's not even if you assume that it's because of the oxygen that's actually on board, that's still not going to work like that. It's yeah. just not. It just looks cool in the movies. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But <laughs> honestly, other than that, like pretty much all of the aviation stuff that they touched on, they actually got right. And it's like, oh, so you bothered doing that correctly, but like you didn't make the movie more interesting. Well, got I mean, it. that's the problem is like none of these characters have interesting traits about them whatsoever. They're all just boring. Right, like, but I'm but I figured I would throw this movie a bone because yeah. like in ter- there like that is a positive of this movie is that like they at least got the aviation shit right. Yeah, no, uh, avionics realism that that's cool. It's, it's uh, fine. Can we I mean, talk about something just... cool about the first one. Uh, yeah, that that it was actually filmed at fucking uh, uh, oh 20th century. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah. While like, it was under construction, while like, it was yeah, under it's... construction, and like even Rupert Murdoch gave like the big thumbs up to have it be filmed there. They had to like film a bunch of stuff like after the office offices were closed because the sound of gunfire was like fucking up their offices. (laughs) Um, Like there is a lot of awesome stupidity about the first one, especially that I think, should be yeah no, no i mean it's there. awesome that it was just like the fox building that they were just like yeah sure yeah sure like, let's it. show let's show off our our office building uh, uh but the majority of the exterior explosions outside of the obvious ones are like actual factual on-site explosions that were set off outside of the building yeah. Like that, there. Well, that's we were in the age of doing practical effects, which is always so much fun. So, like, oh, yeah. you know, I like, mean, like the helicopter model shot there. looks really awesome. Like, because that's how oh, yeah, when the helicopter crashes, that's a model shot, and it looks fucking great. So, mm-hmm. but um, well, the fire coming up the elevator shaft is also a model shot that yeah. works well. No, um, then I love I love the shot of of uh, John McClane jumping to the shaft and failing, and like that's just a fit botched stunt that they. Oh yeah, no, they... totally. <laughs> like that's a th- another thing to talk about. That's a totally fucking botched stunt that the uh, like the stunt performer was supposed to hit the first mark and didn't, and then caught on in the second, and they just. Well, he didn't catch on in the second. They just have a cutaway to him catching the second, but he doesn't actually. He actually just fell, but (laughs) that's they had. You know, he was fine. They had whatever their precautions were, and he was, you know, as fine as you're going to be landing on them. But um, yeah, so I mean, shit, didn't their fucking uh, Hans Gruber stunt performer for the end when Hans? crashes into the ground like I, I know we've already talked about like you know alan rickman being dropped without knowing he was going to be dropped but like wasn't the final stunt of him like his character falling off the building 
actually practical. That's where you don't sure see the hat hit to the ground. It's yeah. specifically positioned, but I like it's wasn't still a somebody. It's just it's shit like that. It's well, just like, now. But yeah. like <laughs> it's also kind of hilarious that it's fucking the dude from the Breakfast Club who's essentially playing the same exact role, but as an officer. Like Oh yeah, that guy plays a I think I've seen that guy as like a dick authority dick. figure in in like other things too like it's yeah. not just those two movies i feel like that I is guessed. the role that guy yeah. plays yeah uh just like rickman mm-hmm. r.i.p yeah. rest in power um but yeah the first the first uh die hard the first die hard is really enjoyable i really like that movie yeah it's now got let's a lot of like good shitting on the second one payoff uh the second yeah. one like just Jeezy has nothing Pete's. i i love the cast but like they don't do anything nothing they just about else about the yeah. movie <laughs> like I, it's just like none of these characters have any of like the charm or like like personality like there aren't even like even memorable good one-liners or any bullshit like that like no, which is sort really of funny are. because like i noticed that while i was watching die harder there's a lot more of one uh, there are way more one-liners that are thrown out throughout the movie but, but they're not they stick. don't stick they not yeah. like yeah the thing is like you have that well i hope that wasn't a hostage that was like that's hilarious that's like a great one-liner whereas yeah. like like you know there's nothing like that in die hard 2 so. I, I think this is another one of those it's reminding me a bit of like how the only good Tommy Wiseau movies are the ones that, like, he didn't, like, try. Like, he was trying to go for something different and, like, accidentally made it better than it should have been. Where, like, when you when you put too much effort in, like, you kind of, you know, if you try to lean into the thing that you've de- sort of accidentally stumbled into being your thing... uh the results aren't as good. Like, I I feel like that's a lot of the problem with two is that, like, they try, like, they didn't try that much in the first one. They accidentally made something brilliant, and then they were like, cool, we need to, like, live up to this still, so let's try really hard and make it amazing, and then it just... Like, they over... Again, like, the the fact... Like, you can... And I, I guess one of the things that leads me to that conclusion is the fact that they got basically all of the aviation stuff right. I mean, they clearly put effort into, like, researching and writing this script and, like, yet somehow still ended up with, like, crap and, like, characters you don't care about. I mean, there's definitely an aspect of trying too hard that I uh, I agree with. I mean, I also think that one of the reasons why a lot of the aviation stuff is accurate is because I feel like... Like, you know, there was a big portion, there was a big span of time for like, I don't know, maybe like a decade, basically airplane killed it. But, you know, where they where they did these airport disaster movies were really popular. So like they made a bunch of like airport disaster movies and they had and like, I feel like this was just like an airport disaster movie script that was floating around that they kind of like forced to be a diehard movie. Um that would actually make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Honestly. So like, I, because those were so popular, there was a lot of like work into doing that, but then it's just like, 
they kind of forgot how to make the character stuff happen. But like, it's weird because I mean, like I feel like a lot of the character stuff happens in Die Hard largely because of the contributions of their cast. And it's just like, it's not like Die Hard 2 has a bad cast. I just think that they have a lot of characters that lack humor. I think that the, the villain, like I just don't think the militant, the militant terrorist villains are particularly interesting. Like the, no. yeah, the I, I, I like Bill Sadler, is, but he's not interesting. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's like, he, like I like him too, but like, I, I, this is definitely one of my least favorite roles of his. And it's probably one of yeah. the more prominent ones. Like yeah. he's, he's not like, I fuck you, man. They, it's they totally him even up. night or the upcoming yeah. Salem's lot. <laughs> yeah. They, they, set, they set him up as, 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 you know, doing like the naked Kung Fu. Um, and like, we expect like, like great scene, but like, honestly, what does it given do? that scene, well, given that scene, I want Willem Dafoe in that role. I mean, I think that Willem Dafoe could have actually pulled off that role a bit better. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely well, you know, I mean, I've seen, you know, I I I think of like Ed Harris's performance in The Rock of having, I mean, ultimately his character isn't villainous, which like makes him um, a little bit better. But like, like there's a way of doing that character with with a energy that's like has makes them more memorable or, or have have just some sort of spark to them that just like it's missing with like all these villains like all these villains just feel expendable and you know that they're gonna die and you don't really care how like it's like i basically it's just like with with rickman you're waiting for him to get outsmarted um and like <laughs> Because you just want to see him fall, you, like you are though, right? Yeah, no, no, you're yeah. you're right. I I, I was I, I was um, you know finishing the end to your perfect movie uh, of like having trying to have a jovial laugh with you, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then like ripping the gun off of my back, ripping the gun off your back, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. Another thing that just feels like thrown together and wasn't really set up that much at all, but like, but it works so fucking it well. It works. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, I, you're wait, like, you want to see Alan Rickman fail in a very specific way. Um, whereas in Die Hard 2, it's just like, well, you know, the villains are going to lose and you don't really particularly care how. And it's why it's just like, like, well, the at least they die in a sweet way, but it's not like a really like, like, you know, oh, personal, satisfying. like, like it's, it doesn't do much with their characters so much as like like it's it it's a plot device to like like andy set up a trail to land the planes yeah. you know so like, I, like oh it, my it, god i know it's, it's like also again okay like there are so many parts of that that it's like just i'm if i'm correct i don't think jet a works that way like you can throw a lighter at i mean by the for, by the same token you could like paint a stripe of gasoline and it's a lot harder to light it than you think because it's not yeah the, the, the fluid itself he uses a lighter and not a cigarette the so fluid <laughs> itself is yes the fluid itself is not combustible the gases are and like if it's cold enough that there's snow on the ground uh and as it was yeah spraying, it's not going to be super going to travel faster than a plane well so. also spraying wildly from a single source in a straight line 
Like, well, I mean, th- it, there's, it, it, there's a the lot of it, suspension of disbelief at the end. On of the ground, movie. it should also, be relatively straight. Once it takes off, it's really hard to think that the flame could have caught up to the falling yes, gas. Yes, the jumping, the, the jumping yeah. of the flame. Also, uh, spoiler alert, no, Boeing, like, contrary to popular belief because of the 737 MAX, Boeing is not that incompetent when it comes to making their planes. Like... If you had a fucking like, if every time there was like a fuel leak, like the a wing of a the plane exploded, there'd be a lot more dead people. <laughs> um, actually, as much as they said the this was a four seven, wasn't this a five seven? No, this was a forty seven. Yeah, ah, it was probably a seven forty seven three hundred would be my guess. But yeah, shut shut up! I know too much. Yeah, <laughs> you and your goddamn plane videos. Yeah, well, whatever. It's cool. Uh, pl- planes are cool and kind of scary. Um, terrifying. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot less terrifying than caving, but you know. Well, still. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that at all. Oh hell no! I, I might fly in a plane. I am never going caving. Jesus fucking shit! I would love to, if I it's like, like uh, yeah, I would definitely like get a pilot's license if I became like super rich. <laughs> All right, Harrison Ford, slow your roll. Fuck off. I also <laughs> you, have a you, cooler plane than him. Yeah, I mean, in, yeah, if you really you, want you to die hard on a plane, you, you should also be watching have a better one. flying record than Harrison Ford. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where, where, I mean, yeah. Now, if you want, well, if yeah, you want, if you want die hard in a plane, plane, watch Air Force One. Watch Air Force um, One. And, and you know, fortunately, I don't think Harrison Ford uh, ever pilots uh, the plane fuck. in that. Damn it, Dan. Thank Damn God. it, Dan. I think that you've... Uh, drawn us into our end zone end zone yeah yeah potentially i mean we're also we're also going fairly long but like also uh, that we're is, like an hour in yeah, yeah. um one we'll of this up. one of the funnier things again but yeah, like you, you say it if you want to watch if you want to watch die right, harder talking watch, over me, uh, yeah, Air Force I one. mean, I'm not wrong. I love Air Force One. Air Force One's a good movie. I need to yeah. rewatch Air Force One. I need to rewatch Air Force One wrong. as well. <laughs> I'm not still muted, am I? Because everybody's just talking over me. Um, no, I was gonna say the um yeah, you're sorry that I decided to like spare you from listening to me blow my nose. Um so I think one of the funnier things about this is that like the dictator guy, like Okay, I buy that a dictator would have a pilot's license. Because, again, if you're a rich guy, like, it seems like a fun thing to do. The fact that the guy knows how to pilot a 747 is actually pretty unbelievable because, like, they're, like, a a fucking commercial jet, especially a jumbo like that, is, like, just an entirely different animal than a jumbo. Well, it's also funny that, like, it it seems like he doesn't know how to fly the plane and when he, like, you know kills the pilots of the what uh, then all of a sudden oh, no. he's their, like primary pilot at the in the finale so uh no he actually he um there there is a line in there that kind of sets up the fact that he knows how to fly that plane as well because he actually like the when the guy says well you know if you kill me then no one's going to be able to fly the plane he's like yeah don't worry about that yeah and it's i don't like, know it's like nah man i know how to fly this fucking thing and it's like what are you just type rated on every fucking big aircraft that it's ever existed even though you've you're a dictator. Why would you ever have flown your like? Even if you own a seven forty seven, why would you have ever learned how to fly it? He's a military dictator. So what? Uh, I mean, which means that he probably has like multiple trainings in different aircraft. Yeah, for... and there, he probably knows how to fly shit like 
uh, um, oh, fuck, the Tupolevs. Like, he probably knows how to fly Soviet aircraft, probably, based on where the fuck... Either that or... Yeah, and he probably knows how to fly, like, MiGs, but, like, he probably also knows how to fly, like, uh, cargo. But again, military aircraft. A lot of times, if you're a pilot of a military aircraft, you know how to fly the smaller shit, and they are not... The controls don't map over to a commercial jet. That guy was way too comfortable in the cockpit of the 747 to be believable. Yeah, that wasn't one of the things that really bugged me the most about this movie. Like, th- I mean, there's a there lot were a of lot of things that bugged me about this, this movie, movie, but like, uh, but like, it yeah. was. I'm just, I'm adding. Okay, you've already covered a lot of the other stuff. I'm adding the things that I can add. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, in I don't know. I'm more. I'm more or kind of the things that uh, that bothered me are are just the whole notion of like blanks don't work that way. No, like, blanks don't work that way. <laughs> like, also, I love him like shooting a full fucking uh, like magazine of blanks at like their police chief and people pull guns, but nobody does anything to stop it. Yeah, they just wait yeah. until like fucking thirty blanks have come out. Well, and- actually. Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't no, that they, actually they how blanks work? Though but nobody fires on them. Yeah, right. That would well, just I mean, in, and everyone has stormtrooper aim when it comes to uh, <laughs> yeah. down the plane. So I mean, Absolutely. that's an issue of both films. But <laughs> they surround like, him, and no, they he have got he gave himself aim, the luck virus, but he figured be... out how to make it like last forever. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's very much of like in both films, he's dealing with highly skilled marksmen <laughs> and never getting shot. So, Which, like, I, I, again, not as unbelievable as, like, that's more believable than the fact that John McClane hits as often as he does. Like, it's, it's actually, it's more believable that the hardware, like, that even a good marksman, the hardware is going to fail you plenty. Like, yeah. the fact that, like, it's a, it's a huge disparity. It's like, yeah. I will yeah. agree with that, yeah, because I but mean, McLean, the, McLean sprays his his gun and will take out like three different terrorists, whereas as as you know, oh, five terrorists could be spraying at McLean and he won't get and he will get hit by a window, like he will get hit by falling glass. He will not get hit by a bullet. <laughs> but like that's the thing is you have, I mean, I'm like, and it's funny when you like when we sit here and nitpick this stuff because like especially weaponry is very consistent like works fairly consistently in movies and has not and does not work the way it does in real life yeah. like it's one of the things uh, i always love about archer like pointing the out the fact that it's like it does it depends on the movie but a, honestly a lot of a lot of especially like Most these kind of kinda action movies just sort of like it's if you treated guns and stuff like that the way that they actually worked in real life it would not be nearly as interesting to watch and it's like same thing with like yeah an airplane doesn't explode like that and fucking spaceships don't explode in space either and look like a giant fireball <laughs> but like that looks cooler so we're gonna just yeah. fucking do that like, no, i mean i, I always love it. how every it. every clip is is infinite clips uh until the plot requires it not to be yeah uh, basically never overheat um you know yeah so. uh you never get misfires um yep. and actually blanks do more or less work that way unless like there's something well they're they're wrong. they're intended as intentional misfires but like you know so. no i mean like the blanks that he that mclean is shooting like that is more or less how blanks work is like you just um, it, you you have a shell and you have gunpowder but you have no bullet inside the shell fun so fact the shell is ejected fun fact in Dude. the first die hard they had super blanks 
which weren't actually rated for the guns that they were using, so they had to make special fake guns for this movie. Yeah. Um, be- because their uh, blanks were packed with, like, a fuck ton of gunpowder so that there was more muzzle flash, greater sound. It's also right. why... Um, um, it's also why Bruce Willis has worn a hearing aid for the majority of his life because specifically the scene where he's shooting up through the table in the first one. Oh yeah, yeah. He I, lost. I knew that I... He lost like a third of his hearing from that. Yeah, I think there's another injury. I thought there was also an injury that he sustained that he's ha- that he's had issues with um, for the rest of his life um, when he jumps off the building with the fire hose. I think he tore something in his shoulder that he always had to deal oh, with. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I mean, it's up there with, like, you know, fucking Rickman tearing ligaments in his knee in the first shot that he shot on the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So. But yeah, uh, oh man, um, I feel like we haven't given enough talking about for the second one. I mean, that's why I was trying to talk about it, but there's just so little to talk about. I mean, it's just like, I, eh. the cast like, is neat. If you want to keep I mean, it's going, cool to bring back, it's cool to bring back the characters that they brought back, and you know, it's fun to see them. I just don't think that like John McClane is nearly as interesting. I think the villains are all pretty damn boring. Um and like his, Why his, the fuck his is new Thornburg allies there? and and shit are just like they just don't have the personality from the first film, um, so yeah no there's no argyle. With, like, well, I mean that's their like I guess Marvin is their argyle like yeah, yeah but he's yeah he sucks yeah yeah he does suck he's there he's there yeah he's less interesting than Scruffy somehow um, yeah also. <laughs> Are, are you guys want to keep going a bit longer? Because if, if so, I'm going to grab another beer. <laughs> um, I mean, I really want to smoke a butt, so I don't mind wrapping up. Yeah, we should just get to the verdicts. Yeah, we're, we're like an hour and nine in, so... All right. Um, yeah, we, we're trying not to make this one comically long like the other one. Yeah. We yeah. very easily could, but like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Die Hard. Uh, Holly Yay or Holly Emily. Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Die hard, die hard, die hard, die hard, die hard. I'm going to take that as a Holly Yay. Yes. Daniel. I mean, Holly McLean, um, Holly Yay. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, die hard no. is, is clearly a, a, a Holly Yay. Like, it's, oh my God. Like, fucking For a long time, it was like, this is the best Christmas movie ever. But, you know, I'm not. I don't know if it's the best Christmas movie ever, but like I don't know if it's the best Christmas movie ever, but it is kind of a quintessential action movie. It's a movie that I feel like I feel like watching around Christmas every year, and every year I'm like not disappointed. So Mm -hmm. yeah, like and yes, for me as well. Unsurprisingly, I am a Holly Yay for Die Hard. Yeah. Now I'm um, curious to see where this one goes. Yeah. Now I'm curious to see what we say about Die Hard. I already know. I know what Dan's gonna say, and I well, yeah. I don't know what TJ is gonna say. That's the thing. I, I don't really know what I'm gonna say yet either. So, oh, do you want to go last on that one? Oh, you gotta start with Emily again. Yeah. 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 All right. Per usual, I'm going to say Holly Yay, but I'm gonna qualify it by saying like 
I feel like you like be prepared for the fact that it's not nearly as good. Just enjoy it for like the the decent action scenes if you have like aviation bullshit like, you know, interests like me. Um you will actually appreciate that they like actually get that shit right. It's just like a small thing that makes them in you know, it much it more watchable. Um and I'm going to say that, like, I don't think, you know, it's like, it, I think it's worth watching once. Or, like, if you haven't watched it in, like, 20 or 30 years, watch it again. <laughs> no, I didn't like, think that was a mistake. I think watching this again was a mistake. <laughs> I actually, I'm really so, glad I so, watched it again so because I enjoyed it more than I did when you're I was You're a Holly Yeh? <laughs> Just trying to confirm. I'm a qualified Holly Yeh. Qualified yeah. Holly Yeh. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel. I'm a holiday. I mean, like, this, this is bad. It's like, basically, it's everything. just like, I, I, I mean, it, there are some okay set pieces, but just like, just watch those action pieces if you really want to watch a plane explode. But you don't need to watch the rest of the movie. There's no reason to watch the rest of the movie. It's not fun. Watch the first one. Watch, watch another, watch, watch the other things that have ripped off Die Hard. Watch Air Force One. Like, Air, <laughs> Die Hard 2 is bad. Like it's watch Die Hard of the Vengeance. Yeah. All right. Watch that. All right. Fuck it. Uh, like, here's mine. Um, watch Die Hard. Like, Die Hard's totally worth watching. Die Hard 2, Die Harder is not. Yeah, as much as I like, as much as I like the cast and shit in it, it it's it's a holiday. Like, it's. It's easily the, the second third worst. worst. Third worst. Third I mean, worst a, or second worst. Is, like, is like basically Die Hard and Die Hard with a Vengeance. Like the two to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's yeah. Die Hard and Die Hard with a Vengeance that are the two to watch. Yeah. Um, what the other bottom three are. Yeah. Uh, fucking. Yeah. Really worried Indiana Jones is going to be in the same fate, but five's not out yet. So mm. <laughs> uh, I feel like five might. Five at least I hope it's good. I hope, it, be I hope, I hope than, it's like, good, but right now, oh, right now, one and three are good, hopeful. two and four are bad. I'm not <laughs> hopeful, you know, especially yeah. because, like, 60s space Nazis. Because um, I, I think that, like, their Nazis are moon Nazis, which I kind of love the idea of, but I've seen it before. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Moonraker has moon Nazis. Like, Oh, really? More or less. I just remember Iron Sky having moon Nazis. <laughs> Yeah. Well, what Nazis was that? But yeah, um, uh, Die Harder is a holiday for me, as it should be. Wow, man, I can't believe that I gave it a qualified thing. Like maybe, maybe the fact that the, like I don't yeah, know. You maybe maybe if you're gonna stuff. watch, yeah. if you're gonna watch all of them, then like, yeah, sure, fucking. If you don't watch all of them, just, just <laughs> stop after Die Hard. Probably, like, I don't think. With uh, if you're gonna watch, well, no, if you're gonna watch all of them. Watch like one, two, and three, and realize, wow, two might be the third worst. So maybe yeah. I shouldn't maybe bother with the you. other two. You know, you made me watch all of the Final Destinations, although I think the last one is one of my favorites, though. Oh, the last one. Really, the last like, one is like none my of the Final Destinations, favorite. and the last one sounds sweet. So the last, the last is one's pretty. great. It um, is, but you really need to actually have watched at least some of the others. You need to watch the it. first two. Yeah. 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 
I don't know which is the one that has the like. I don't know. They're all worth watching in my opinion. I think they're all. I mean, it, the the I have more fun with amusing, them, but I don't the, think I care about the. It's the one that has the NASCAR thing to start off. Uh, it's like the. Is that three? One. Oh, four. Okay. Yeah, three is the roller coaster. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> three is the roller coaster. That's a that's fun too. All right. Well, since we're like an hour and fourteen minutes in, we're now and talking about the fun vacation movies. Uh, I think that it's time for us to uh, cash on out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. I'm just Yippee-ki-yay, keep mother diehard. Sorry. I'm dying here. Um, good times. I've been TJ Davis alongside Emily Shook and Daniel Murphy. Daniel Murphy also has a webcomic called With Fetus. It's mostly not the original idea, but it's still fun, and you should check it out. Uh, Emily and I also have a different podcast called New England Beer Reviews. We talk about beers and pop culture. Uh, We have a fourth host that's not here with us because he's currently moving. Um... Liam Anderson, he he does a bunch of other things that make way more money than this does. Because uh, well, there's nothing. your problem: lions led by donkeys and ten thousand losses. Yeah, those things. Uh, you can give us money if you'd like on Patreon at Patreon.com/backslash s i o s i. That's the initials of our show. Cedar, screw it. S i o s i. Uh, you can also officially check us out on like Letterbox to and Facebook and. Twitter, Twitter sort of I guess yeah I don't know as how long much, as it, I don't know how it, much longer the Twitter's, Twitter's gonna, gonna survive yeah, yeah. or I, I yeah. Th- it's going down and it's going down in flames much like that 747 in an impossibly explosive fashion <laughs> yep yep but then yep. you could be on the ground and be in like the pilot's yeah, chair it's not, it's not and sinking, launch like... off launch off with the uh, emergency evacuate uh, ejection and then still like calmly go down back to the ground oh yeah that's why it's definitely better to crash in a military plane seriously yeah yeah no i mean you know at least you have the shot of the ejection seat doing something for you (laughs) yeah yeah well that that, yeah that that's how ejection seats work too so yeah i mean ejection seats you have a shot of surviving there's a good shot you won't but like i mean it's better than like just straight going down and well, i mean it's better than getting blown up by every grenade ever thrown (laughs) that too it's like man how many fucking grenades do you need for one guy that's such a waste of artillery and uh, also how long did those grenades clearly it wasn't enough clearly they needed more (laughs) yeah Uh, Uh, man die harder is so stupid that's that's the ultimate ruling like i think that's my final word this episode is it's like stupid but i die harder myself. is just so stupid it's stupid but i enjoyed myself i just don't think i would enjoy myself if i you know actually remembered anything about it <laughs> yeah, yeah that's the problem with it it's forgettable and lame <laughs> yeah i know well i also don't think i've seen it since you know I don't think I've seen it in a while either. More between 20 and 30 like, years. So. Yeah. Well, I it's feel like, like I remember, like, uh, fucking, like, yippee Kaye wrong, wrong, um, wrong run, runway instead of motherfucker. Like, TV edit. Oh, TV edit. Yeah. Actually, that I think the really only fun. other time I'd actually seen 
Die Harder was a TV edit. Yeah, mm. I, I do think it was a TV edit that I'd mostly seen. Yeah. And that was like 30, 20, 28 years ago. Yeah. Like right around there. <laughs> yeah. Around that. We old. We old. Whatever. Uh, hey, watch Die Hard. Don't watch Die Harder. Watch Die Harder with a Vengeance. Get, unless you get a hard on the rest of the series doesn't exist. In which exist, case, maybe. Yeah. No, the, the rest the, of the series does exist. The, the rest of the series doesn't exist. <laughs> we we stopped at two because they're the only ones that take place during Christmas. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can watch three. Three's great. It's got it Sam Jackson. during Christmas. It's not Christmas. It's yeah. uh, during President's Day. Which should have been the way that the sh- series should have fucking gone is like John McClane finding him in these wild situations during random holidays. It's like happy. Yeah, it's happy. like happy if happy had kept kept going for longer. Which, like, man, one more season to explain what <laughs> the fuck three, happy actually season is. Season three being during Earth Day. That's where I want that show to close out. That yeah. would be pretty funny. Yeah, I don't think it's getting another season though. Oh, it oh never, no, it's it, not. no, it, no, it's, it's not. It's it, they only this point. They, they, yeah, they they decided to do two, and that was it. Yeah, they didn't even want to do two. Yeah, in, and in people were like, please, fucking like, please. Uh, and two was money. incredible. And two was a lot of fun. Give me a third. Ah, uh, god damn it. Okay, don't watch. Anyway, yeah. don't don't watch Carnival. Because we'd be really disappointed. There we go. That's my final word. Anybody else? Final word? TJ sucks. Uh, obvious. <laughs> yeah, at least he agreed with me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs>